Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years. Here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To five three three four two New York, call the twenty four seven Hope Line at one eight seven seven eight Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. It's getting. It's going to be one degrees tonight. Yeah, it's a nice real though. Tonight goes down. I think it's supposed to be like uh, eleven here. Bro, how do y'all even do that? Like, I, I did it one time, and that was because of college. Like two K, some loud. And no reason to go outside, bro. No, I totally get it. But, like, I think that's a mental illness at that point. If you, like, hate being in code, mm-hmm. but you continue to live there. Yep. And you complain about it every year. Yep. I mean, it's it was nice today. I got to do some sledding. It was fun. But I think globally it's just been generally cold because, like, you know, I'm from the West, but 40 is, like, one to us. You know what I mean? Like, we are bugging off 40. And we've been getting 40 a lot. Mm. El Nino. It was 31. On on the the flip side, we don't get 140, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) We get get 98, 99, maybe 100, and then it's like, oh, shit, it's it's hot as hell out here. Yeah, so we might get a 122, 126. Come on. That doesn't even fucking make sense. I mean, it doesn't, but <laughs> that sounds like a uh, old school uh, Mavs uh, Suns game. One twenty two, one twenty six. Yeah, the scores, right? That's a yeah. damn. I'm in the car. It's on the way home. Oh, I'll join in when I'm ready. Oh, okay. Well, you sound terrible, I mean. Trey said that you were ready. 
Yeah, that's what he's put in the chat. He said he's good. So I don't know um, why he said that. But what, what's this fire thing? What are you guys talking so, about? So, so, uh, you know, before Jade explains it, um, you know, all these festivals been going on for a while now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Jade, what would you th consider the first festival? Like with Woodstock or Woodstock. something like that? Woodstock, okay. without a doubt. Well, wait, wait. I'm trying to think if Lollapalooza was around before Woodstock revamped. But, I mean, the Woodstock, the original, if you want to, I mean, call it that, was just impromptu, right? Right. I mean, don't, don't but, Will Chamberlain, Woodstock, man. Don't, don't, don't just forget Woodstock. Woodstock it's is... Either, it's either Lollapalooza or Woodstock. But, I mean, um, so, but so Woodstock was more like the place. Like, Lollapalooza is a traveling thing, right? Oh, uh, okay. Like, whereas Woodstock was you, everyone went there. Like That's in New York, right? Uh, I think it was in New York, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, yes, the original Woodstock was definitely in New York. But so my wife went to, like the, the to the revamped festivals. one. And now festivals are a thing. Artists are throwing them, different um, radio stations, et cetera. You know what I mean? Like these things, right? You, where you get to see multiple acts. Yeah. Now, all this of a what, sudden. This is what we need to do, by the way. We need to do the Count the Dings Festival now. I, I'm not mad at that. You know, if you have all your favorite people, we get a big space and we little, do like. Little, little like, uh, well, uh, I'm, I'm a little reluctant to do Puerto Rico now, but a Caribbean island, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it small. I'm not, I'm not going to do 10,000 people, but I'm thinking like, you know, Let's 400 cabanas, mm -hmm. you Ooh, know. I love a good cabana. So, you pretty much Ja Rule and his business couple business guys thought it was a great idea to do this festival. Now, I'm going to let Jade explain more of well, how well, everything no, but, went wrong. You know what? I didn't know about it. This is I learned something because I actually thought it was just the festival at first, mm -hmm. but it was a an app. They were, an, like, they were a company that was building an app to kind of make booking celebrities or celebrities or, you know, influencers easier than it had been. And so in order to market this app, they came up with this crazy idea to do this festival. And then this the, the this festival kind of just became uh, – it's just spiraled out of like complete control, right? So, so it was actually a, a running joke on Twitter because like, you know, influencers is like now some new stuff. It ain't been new, but like, you know, it's a running joke of like, oh, you're influencer. You know what I mean? Like yada, yada, yada. Well, it was actually people that I knew – that were getting invites to this and they were really excited about going, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, select a few. And then as we found out more and more, as it was breaking down, like each day, people were like, Oh, we don't have no water. We don't have this. And I'm like, wait, this is real life going on. Like, I can't believe it right now. Yeah. So that, that was another thing I didn't, I didn't realize how, how far it got. I, I thought it actually, when, when I was reading about it way back when, and, mm -hmm. uh, like uh, it's no secret that we were going through some similar situations, and uh, so it was very interesting to me. But I didn't realize that it got to the point that it got to right, uh, like that people actually showed up and like got into those tents and spent one night there. You know. So I sent the I sent the actual accurate email of an invite from a friend from 2017. Uh, in April, when they were actually uh, recruiting influencers, who can you tell us who this is? I cannot. Um, 
Can I guess? Get Can I guess? No. You oh, wouldn't no. know him. Oh, he, so it's not Nick DePaula? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick probably never pull up to that, but like... Um, Yo, yeah. I mean, it's... <clears throat> on the one hand, on the one, on the one hand... It's like when you see it objectively, you're like, how could anyone have ever believed any of this crap? But on the other hand, having gone through it, I understand it completely. Yeah. I understand, especially that dude, McFarlane. Yeah. I think his name was that uh, being around a a sociopath like that. Now, um, it's just amazing to me that, again, there were so many people in his circle that were not necessarily enabling him, but still like... You would have thought that somewhere, way sooner than than how you know when it when it got called out would would have said something, right? Right. But I mean, he was doing what these guys always do, which is you know promising a lot of money, yeah. you know, and a lot of money indeed. To like for everything, it was like double, and I know this totally from experience. Absolutely, it's double your market value. So you're like, okay, this is worth me getting into a whole shitload of trouble. There you go. <laughs> I mean, we've definitely experienced the fraud festival ourselves. So. The fraud festival, dude. Fraud festival, dude. But I mean, it's just uh, I don't know. It's it's it's. Um, I guess the, the 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 real story though is the the um the impact that these people have on social media right right that would get people to not only buy these tickets uh for a crazy amount of money but then without really knowing what they were getting into but then there was a subsequent stuff like with the purchasing your wristbands you know and putting on like thousands of dollars onto this like um you know digital pass if you will right to pay for shit you know what i'm saying so <clears throat> it's uh, it's it was spectacular. That's well, Jervin, Jerv, I just posted the food that was served in the in the, in the uh, at the actual festival. Oh, comment about hey, if you want some water, you need to suck dick. That shit was intense. Oh shit! Yeah, I mean, I can't believe you didn't watch this. No, I mean, I just haven't had. First of all, I discovered it yesterday. Yeah, you only, you didn't know about it until yesterday. The, That's the a fucking documentary? cheese sandwich. Well, not only that, but it, there's two documentaries. That's the other yeah. thing. Yes, there are. <clears throat> yeah, I'm so, surprised at how fast that they were actually able to put these together. Well, well, here's the thing, because and 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 this this information comes to me via Ja Rule. Both people who were behind each documentary were people who were involved in this thing. Mm. So one was the people who promoted it, and the other was. Um, you mean the 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 social media company they hired? Yes, yes. yes. Like the the, the 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 people, like the people behind the documentaries, yeah. are not like documentarians who are like this sounds like an excellent thing to look into. Like the people behind the documentaries are people who are involved in this. Yeah. So it is a little. I'm not gonna say I, since I haven't seen them, I really can't speak to it. But it is a real shady. But so this is the tweet by Ja Rule that he tweeted earlier today, which by the way was just tremendous. Hulu play, paid Billy. And so Billy is the, the Billy McWhatever is, is the... the Billy the, McFarland. The Mac, Billy McFarland, right? And then he said, Netflix paid uh, F. Jerry, who are the same guys that did the promo for the festival. And 
And yep. so like, it'd oh, be like, oh, the promo people, right? Yeah. Right. So so it's like, right. On the one hand, it's like, okay, this is a cool documentary. On the other hand, I wouldn't say take, every, or I would say take everything with a grain of salt, given that both of these projects were like funded, or not funded by, but were, you know, basically the creative vision of people who were involved in scamming these people, and so it, it really is a, a tremendous thing. I got a one little eensy bit of information that's not in the documentary that I think you guys will love. Um, apparently, uh, one of the artists that they approached for this was J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, and I quote, this is, this is what made Dreamville basically say no uh, to, this, to this, uh, this offer. Quote, the promoter said that each artist will have their own yacht and that they were building <laughs> hotels for the B party. Yes. Dot, dot, dot. That was a red flag alert. <laughs> yes. So, so I mean, here it is right yes. here in the request. I mean, for the recruitment, they promised supermodels. They promised yachts and that this would be the greatest party ever. Instead, they delivered wet tents, soggy cheese sandwiches, and just the biggest finesse in the world. FEMA, FEMA tents. FEMA tents. Is, yeah. Is, like, I don't, Which, I don't want way, people to believe they're like these tents. These. That was my own little red flag. My own little red flag, if you know what I mean. <laughs> FEMA? <laughs> well, you know, I, I couldn't help but think, guys, while watching this, especially at the end of the Netflix one, when for some reason, uh, while, while on bail, he's hanging out with Chuck Schumer's press secretary. That was like the weirdest fucking thing. Running another scam called like New York City VIP tickets, offering all these tickets to these events you can't get tickets to. Oh, I see that. They sell, they sell that in it's Times Square. It's the drug, Jay. Dude, but I'm like, what is going on here? And I was like, listen, I know. I'm just going to go there. But I was thinking, this guy's an agent provocateur. Maybe this is some crazy experiment wait, wait, that, that's, wait, is, you know. Is, an Asian provocateur? <laughs> Asian. We always have to make sure. Agent. We always, agent. 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 Because it was so, like, like I, I was saying this before you got on, though. Like, I get it because I was there. The, the, the Kool-Aid you drink not to get how ludicrous it is. But, man, this was fucking outrageous. By the way, speaking of which, where, 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 is, our, where is our Haitian provocateur? He's, uh, he's with Hall. No, not today. He's with Hall. Hall? You know Jay Hall, fool. I don't know who oh, Jay Hall is. Oh, you know his boy, the rapper dude? Jay Hall? No, I don't know who that is. Oh, he, I met him in Red Street was, I guess. Oh, all right. But I'm, I, I, don't, I don't know if that's the reason why, but I've seen him earlier on, on the gram. You know, the gram, the gram is the most. But the biggest snitch ever. Well, but <laughs> before snitch though, ever. Anything you want to do, the gram is going to tell you where you have to be. But, dude, that was a crazy shady scene at the end of it because he goes to the guy, I am not going to jail, right? And he's hanging out with Chuck Schumer's press secretary. That was so weird. And they don't really explain anything. And the other thing that was weird about him, especially in that end scene, is he decides to film his life. You know what I mean? While on on bail, like he's got this. But here's my question, Jade. Like, is this dude? Did he set out from the beginning to scam people, or 
Did he really think he could pull Dude, this off? Realize that no, no, he I'm had asking. a viable he had a viable business. And what I didn't realize was this: the Fire Festival was was a marketing tool for this application they had come up with. They had a legit business plan, and in in like with so, this. So, so you think you think they, it was an actual thing, and then it just got out of hand, and then they, rather than just own up, they just kept digging deeper. I mean. It was him. It was apparently from the Netflix documentary. He's the one that digs it. He's, I mean. But I'm saying, like, it wasn't a scam to start, but by the end, it turned into a scam. It doesn't, yeah, it does not appear that it was a scam to start at all. Do you think Ja Rule knew or didn't know? That's a hot internet. Wait, Ja Rule got scammed? Ja Rule claims some part of it. Ja Rule Rule looked like he was there for the ride, honestly. Yeah. You know, it don't I mean, matter. he's not doing he he's wasn't doing any tweets. He wasn't doing anything in regards to funding it. Right. And so they don't really go into details on the money. He claims but apparently he lost apparently this dude, this well, everyone lost money, apparently. But I'm just saying in terms of get, get keeping this thing afloat, this guy would go uh, to who knows where and come up with like another two, three million bucks. Right. Um, I don't know. Which I could just go somewhere and come up with two or three million bucks. You know? Um, and then during the whole, like, the, the meltdown, he would disappear for hours. Like, no one knew where he was, you know? <laughs> um, and then he, so, oddly, when everyone gets there, he then shows up. He gets himself on a table and starts taking questions from all these people that are clearly in the worst situation of all time, right? <laughs> like... So one of you know one of the producers for us on our um, on our uh, radio show on Sirius XM said that one of his buddies from college actually tried to go and they got as far as Miami and then because the transportation from Miami to this island was so bad this guy got stranded he couldn't even go to the festival even though he tried yeah and so again I'm just trying to think it's a small by the way it's a small group of people that make it to the island that spend one night there. It's really? really not it's dude, honestly, it's not a lot of people. So I think the total you, was 10,000 a lot oh. of which they had to cancel uh leading up to the show cuz they just didn't have, they didn't have anywhere to put them. But the actual people you see from the video that was taken there, it's not that many. I mean, I'm going to say like 200 people. So uh who are the acts that were actually there that were going to perform? There I'm not, assuming ja, ja Rule was one of them. There was no no acts made it to the island, except for Ja Rule. Except for Ja Rule. Oh, Shout out to Ja. But uh, no, um, no, 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 we ain't shot no. The ja. guy who was in charge of booking says in the doc, he's like, I, at one point I just canceled all the acts. That was it. So nobody who was scheduled to come. I think I saw Migos on the list. Um, I mean, other than that, it was a terrible list of music. Other than Blink One Eighty Two. By the way, the uh Rule's timeline today was just tremendous. I don't know if any of you guys got to see it. He's not. I, I can give you guys some 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 highlights. So the first tweet he sends out about this is <laughs> I love how people watch a doc and think they have all the answers. And then mm-hmm. the face palm emoji. Yeah. Then the the next so tweet I is, quote tweeted that nigga and said, niggas too. <laughs> <laughs> Then he said, I had an amazing amazing vision to create a festival like no other. I would never scam or fraud anyone. What sense does that make? And then someone someone did the actually it was watching the two docs that gave us a lot of the answers. And Jaru replied, and you still don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
which is a it's a tremendous tremendous tweet. But hold on, one of my favorite things is he tweets that, and someone someone puts out, uh, "I want some answers." The 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 Dave Chappelle stand up where he says, "I want some answers that Ja Rule might not have right now." Nice. So. Daru goes on. He does a lot of like thinking face emojis to this person named Martina Marcota, who's asking a lot of questions. I don't know who she is. Her questions don't really make a whole lot of sense, but apparently Ja, ja Rule is on is on him. Then uh, someone tweets Ja Rule, you should have been charged too. And ja Rule, it'd be your own people. It'd be your own people. Another face palm emoji. Then there's the Hulu paid Billy tweet that I talked about earlier. Then he says, I guess I'm on fire this week, but he spells fire F Y R E. Ha ha ha! Right. Then uh, the worst one was I too was hustled, scammed, yeah. bamboozled, hoodwinked. Yo, there's <laughs> a fucking hilarious scene at the end where he's on a conference call with with the with the group, and everyone's like, "Yo, man, this this is fucking fraud, man. This is fraud." And he goes, "He just he, he goes, it ain't fraud. It's not fraud, man. It's just." False advertising. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I understand it, one of his boys is actually involved in this, and so he, part of why he's not as going as hard as he should, despite him also losing money or whatever, is because he doesn't want to put his boy out there like that. That's that's what I understood from someone close to the situation. Um, let's see what else he says here. Y'all want it to be me so bad. It's crazy. Kind of sad. The crazy shit is I'm watching the docs in awe myself. Um, I never made or got paid $1 from fire, but everyone else did. Someone asked, did you lose money? Plenty. Hey, man, Someone, you, guilty, you guilty by association, Ja. I just want to know why the feds weren't after you, too, co-founder, because it wasn't me who scammed people, Sherlock. Uh, someone says two very simple questions. At what point did you know that the festival was going to be a disaster and attendees slash workers slash investors were potentially being scammed? Why did you say fire did not commit fraud, only quote false advertising? Ja Rule says, ha ha, nice try, homie. You ain't getting the goods over Twitter, but I will tell my truth real soon. And I have receipts. We segue now off the receipts. Wait, no, I, I have one question. Wait, please. I have so important. What has 50 Cent said? Nothing yet. Oh, man. This, <laughs> that's the documentary I want. That's the documentary <laughs> I just I want to know what he's going to say. Yeah. Yeah, he's still dragging Tierra Marie. Dragging Tierra Marie for like two weeks now. She gotta come up off that. Bridge. That nigga be pressing her for that third. Yeah. <laughs> what? Now give me, give me the back, the backstory. I don't know. I'm not familiar. So, uh, Tierra Marie's ex boyfriend or whatever, you know, lover. She was, she was dealing with. They had, they recorded a sex tape, and he leaked it. Wait, so, wait, wait. The shit from from uh, from Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. Or is this a new sex tape? Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's it's old. It's old. Okay. But it's the, the thing was, it was like it was like a year or two ago. Yeah, it's so the thing of love and hip hop. Yeah. So yeah. 50, you know, it's 50 doing 50 things, reposted. So what Tierra Marie did was took 50 to court on a revenge porn act. 
and she didn't win. So now, oh, wow. has, that's the that's so, the worst possible outcome. <laughs> so she was supposed to pay his legal fees over a hundred k, and they got it reduced down to thirty k. But now he's been pressing her like, I yeah. need. Yeah, every day he just every you know. day he on her head about it. Like I need my bread. Yeah, it's so sick. So do you guys yeah. know the story? Do you guys know the story about the sex tape? Yeah, it, it was nothing. It was just really just you know what I mean like a bad leak and fifty. You know, fifty being funny. He like no oh, no 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 like 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 I'm telling because I know the story. Oh, As I mean, friend, you could tell it. So it's a dude that she was messing with. Turns out this dude is like a serial polygamist, right? Like, not even like, oh, man, you know, he's just womanizing on the left and right. Like, his women know the deal. Like, I, I, I keep, like, a gang of hoes or whatever, including his wife, right? And so she finds out, and she's upset. Then the, the video leaks. He claims, you don't know how it leaked. Uh, someone else, one of, the, one of the girls, the girlfriends, claims that she did it. All hell breaks loose. Tierra Marie sues the dude under revenge porn. But while she's suing the dude, she flies out and goes and smashes with him again. And she's still hooking up with him. <laughs> Which is Legend. insane. It's Legend. insane. Yeah. So uh so that's the that's the that's why like I'm pretty sure that's why probably she lost that lawsuit because like she's it's not revenge porn if she's still banging the person, right? I, I don't know. I don't I'm I'm not trying to be misogynistic or whatever. I just don't I don't know how that works. Where how how can how can I accuse someone of doing something while I'm still clearly on good enough terms with them? Hey man, every day B happens in the <laughs> It happens every day. <laughs> I don't know about lawsuits. I don't I don't know if lawsuits happen every day, but uh but anyways, you know, it, it, that's crazy. That's funny though. That fifth, All right. Know? So speaking of receipts, there's one artist that has plenty of receipts and people keep thinking that he's crazy, but he's not. R. Kelly? Soldier Boy. Uh, <laughs> did y'all watch, did y'all watch that, that, that interview? For one, I was all the way in until he he said he was from Bompton. Uh, yeah. I, I texted Trey. So I texted Trey. I said, Trey, um, is Soldier Boy from Compton? And, so, and I, you know, I, I'm like, fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like, I don't play that. I hate it. You know what I'm saying? That's anybody's like hometown. You're prideful about it. You know, like, I don't find a mockery of it or anything like that. But two things that stuck out, you know, he had Facebook up in an uproar because that's where Compton really is. That's where everybody <laughs> is on there. Like, yeah, like they're not on Twitter. They're not making noise from that. But Facebook is a whole nother grind, bro. Like they're over there like, he doesn't even know that Alondra and Rose Cairns run the same way. Like they're really mad. And I actually got- Oh, oh he was talking about the cross streets? Yes, and I actually, because as he said, that's where his hood is. And yeah. So then after that, I'm joking around on Twitter, and I'm like, "Well, maybe Soldier Boy went to the Compton Walmart. Walmart presses me on Twitter. Did he say that? I'm like, oh my god, like <laughs> this is funny for one. Oh, I thought but, they hit him with the tell him, right? Did did, did he tell him? <laughs> yeah, did he tell him? Yeah. Like, so then after that, like that's funny. But the good thing about you know, the, I'll take from the positives of this part. It's like people really are trying to play this dude, and this dude really, you know, as much as you like, same way as Bow Wow. Like, regardless, yeah. if we no, 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 no. I'm, let me get there. Let me get there. Okay. okay. Bow Wow. As much as, as, much as, try, as much as they make themselves look like fools, Soldier Boy actually might be the only one that can like 
make logic out of all the craziness that he's doing. But while wow, it's like, okay, you've been in the game for like 20-some years, and you just continue to make yourself look like a dickhead. Soulja Boy really got real-life receipts. Like, yeah. I don't care who you were at the time, everybody was fucking with him. Well, it's not, it's not that, but like... It's, ah, it's, define it's, everybody. No, 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 no. Jer- Jer- I'll tell you, I'll tell you the, the, the point about what Soulja Boy is. <laughs> like he, made, of- he made internet big for rappers, dog. Yeah. Like oh, you mean was, everybody? Like everybody in the game was fucking with him? Yes. No, oh, like okay. the, the yeah, idea, the idea right. of like, bro, being ten times platinum off of that. No, like, no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I thought you meant. Well, not that. only like the, the, the and I also can't buy his album and shit like that. Uh, like, I just but, wanted to make that clear. Well, I mean, the, the main thing is he did it with no label. Like he, he, like when he said, "I kept all the money. I didn't pay. I didn't get like ten cents on the dollar like everyone else is. Like, that's real. That's real. He. Yeah. He made that. He made that beat on like a freaking Casio, yeah. and put it on MySpace and sold it off of MySpace, and it sold ten million, and it sold ringtones and all that stuff. And he yeah, got he all ringtones, that money. Got he a got he created money. ringtone, right? Got sneakers with lights on the bottom. Like the dude's been. This is the crazy thing about it. He around our age, so I've been kind of tapped in with him for a long time as far as how he was moving behind the scenes and. You know, like a lot of people, whether those those artists now are bigger than him and, you know, are, are more relevant now, they've all been influenced by something he's done. Yes. He, you know he, what I'm saying? He definitely, yeah. I'll and that's that. the thing that he's trying to say is like, yo, y'all laughing at me and I sound nuts. But like, I remember like he was talking about like, you know, Kanye West. You know, he, he <laughs> but he was a hey, he spoke he spoke so many truths about that though. But I'm just saying, like Kanye, general, Kanye West like, made some goofy ass sneak. You kiss some white folk ass. <laughs> no, like you kiss some people ass at Louis Vuitton, and then and then Charlamagne said, no, 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 specify white people, and and uh, Soldier Boy paused and he said, no, no, he, he paused and he said, you kiss some crackers ass, oh, crack <laughs> and everybody, whoa, yeah, you so you know he doubled down on it. But the thing is, it's like. I get him going big on social. I mean, on Kanye at the time because, like, it's like, all right, I'm an artist just like you, but I got a number one single. You know what I'm saying? Like, why I'm gonna get out my van to go kiss your ass? Like, you, I make beats. You know what I mean? Like, I totally got his rant. Only thing I looked at it, and only thing I questioned was the Bompton thing because he was like, "Nah, I'm from Mississippi. I'm from Bompton," and I'm like, all right. If you and I and I and I pressed him about it, I'm like, bro, like I don't know if he gonna reply or not. I'm happy Casanova pressed him in New York, but overall, I'm like, if you gonna claim my city, go get them kids some money. Like, you know what I mean? Fund the schools, fund the shit that you know what I mean. Like, it's, people really what, shook over this government what, shutdown what, shit in my city. So, what's his claim to Compton now? Hold on. What, what's his claim to Compton? He a blood. He say he from Bompton. You know that's his hood. I mean, he get down. <laughs> so like, I know I get that, but is like, he yeah, is like, he, let me let me let, let's, let's just say he is. But like, don't you still have to technically be from that city, or if you just a blood? Nah, you nah, because we got imports. We got so many imports of like people moving there and so fascinated with the gang culture that they so want to be down that much. You know what I mean? Like, um, but that but that can means, I bust that, an open? Yes. All right. Please. Boom. So. We've done this topic before. We've done this topic before, but like we can end the Boston over right now. We're coming back. One, Mm -hmm. two, three. We back. Um, Soldier Boy is not from my city, but 
again, he's fascinated with the lifestyle. He's met a couple people that, you know, have welcomed him in and probably are, is extraordinary. Good for them. Whatever. <laughs> it's a clown. It's a mockery to the people that's really dying over those colors back at the, back at the, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, back at the turf. It's a, it's a fetishization is what it is. Yeah. Fetishize is it. Um, that's wild though. Like I, I just, I just, it would, that's funny to me. Um, what, uh, well, there's something else he said beyond that that I was also like, I, I mean, know. he been Shady on fire. He been on fire. He said, you know, oh great. no, 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 wait. When he when he says, no, I won't lie, man. That did catch me off guard because I was waiting for him to. I was like, all right, whatever, man. And then he says, tell me what's really going. And he's like, that's the same flow from yeah, for sure from Kiss Me Through the Phone. I was like, oh man, he's right. Well, anything <laughs> but, like Tiger, he put Tiger in his first video. He flew to Migos to L.A. Like he got receipts. Oh, nobody the, the, really the, gonna put on him. The Zaytoven sold him the uh, sold him the Versace same beat, and he pressed about it. Quavo, Quavo, uh, what you call it? Right? Then he he asked me. He agreed, right? Wait, hold on. Here's the funny thing. He sold him the same beat. He pressed him about it, but then. Soldier Boy was still in the Versace video. Yeah. And and Drake wasn't. And remember, that was a big deal. Like it was yeah, a that was a big deal. Because Drake, Drake wouldn't be, wouldn't go to to be in the video for him. Well, so. that was shit. Drake was he was high shining a lot of people. He didn't do Tony Montana with future either. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't lie, like he made a lot of points. I'm like, yo, he's got a point. He's got a point. But he's so cartoonish in his behavior that it's just kind of it's kind of silly. Oh, he told the story about him getting shot or him shooting them. Okay, so that one right there. Oh, that shit's classic. <laughs> he you said know, he shot. shot I don't know how to feel about that one, though. He shot him in the ass. What up, fellas? What up? <laughs> that shit was straight Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> oh, my God. But <laughs> I like it, it kind of didn't make sense. Like, them two was in the studio, and the other two were in the kitchen making oodles and noodles. <laughs> and so, like, the dudes came in with the AKs but didn't shoot nobody. Like, I mean, I guess if you're just coming in, you think you're going to scare people. You not have no intention of actually shooting anybody. Um, then he said the one dude died or the one dude didn't die. He should have killed him. He didn't kill him. Like, there was just a I lot mean, of... his movie coming out to confirm. Yeah. So we'll see. He got it. Yes. It's a two-part movie, right? I'm, <laughs> here for, yo, I'm here for all of that. I but like it, ignorance, so I'm, oh, I'm here for all of that. What was the most shocking thing, Trey, that you heard in that interview? He from Bompton. Man, fuck <laughs> that shit. No, no, that no, nigga no. not from my city, bro. Now I'm talking about like, the, of, the, of, the, of the stuff that's it's plausible. <laughs> um, I think the I think the the main thing that kind of threw me off, and which I mean wasn't far fetched because I knew how he was getting down in Atlanta, um, was kind of like putting amigos on, like really, like flying them out to. LA and yeah. you know being a part of and you go back and you look and you're like oh shit or him having Tiger in a video like certain things it's like damn I, I I do remember that but them people weren't them yet you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, the same yeah. thing he did Famous Dex Famous Dex was S-O you know what I mean S-O-D-M-G you know what I'm saying yeah. so he got a bunch of, he done gave so many chains I, I remember on MySpace so many people was changing their names to S-O-D-M-G everybody wanted to get down with him at that time so I'm definitely not going to front on Soldier Boy. I mean, you know, every artist is now, obviously, if he would have came out now, he probably would be even bigger than what he was. Really? You think that? Yes, absolutely, because people like to dance. I mean, yeah, you know and his antics, bro. Like, he got a lot of antics. And he, he got know these goofy-ass kid know antics. To, and he know, how to use, he know how to use the internet the right way. The same oh, way... Man. 
Same the way, same way Takashi did. Takashi <laughs> used to be a Vine dude. He used to be on Vine doing all these crazy ass videos, and then he got in the rap once he got his platform up. I, I you know that was the thing I thought was funny. So when he was talking about Takashi, he noticed the guy's using the same blueprint, but then he's like, "I thought you knew what you was doing. You clearly don't." Because Takashi guy, you know, you know, got so deep into this that he ended up getting arrested. He's like, "Hey man, I guess you didn't know what you were doing." I thought that. Was, I thought it was like a, a weird kind of glimpse into like him saying, clearly I'm trolling. <laughs> like with the whole point of trolling is you don't actually go ahead and do it. Like yeah. you just talk, you just talk about it or whatever. Jerv, what, what was something surprising that you learned from the soldier boy interview? I didn't realize I, I, I like, I guess I've just never really paid him any attention before. So I didn't realize like everything was shocking to me to be honest with you. <laughs> like, and I'm not I'm not trying to like trash him. I just really didn't realize it. But now it's kind of like how I told y'all like Nick Cannon at first. I I and then like one day I just sat back and I ran down everything he's done and I was like, you know, Nick Cannon ain't really that bad. Yeah, he he is bad. He works hard though. He works. Not- hard. I, I can't speak to the quality of his work, but in terms of the effort level, he gets A for effort. Hey, his hair on that uh. Uh, uh, what is that? Singer unmasked. He's a wild boy. <laughs> hey, that's crazy. He has the hair from my man. Uh, from from uh, tales from the hood. You want the shit? You're gonna be knee deep in the, the shit. keeper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Kev, did you did you watch the Soldier Boy interview with with uh Breakfast Club? Yes, man. All right. What was something that you learned that you were like, oh, I didn't. Like that kind of shocked you. Honestly, you know what? I think my my whole entire everything got clouded once he said he was from Bompton. <laughs> he just everything, got. <laughs> yeah, I was done. Yeah, y'all are y'all are hilarious. I mean, I no, I mean, jerk. Think about that. If somebody claimed just shit, right? Like Kobe. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the whole time <laughs> they were saying that shit, though. I was like, damn. What's that got to do least, with anything? At least Kobe got championship. What's that got to do with anything? I mean, what? he's great. He's great. Like he, like you can't take his greatness. I'm fine with a nigga that's that's great. So if, my, so if y'all just if, ran down Soldier Boy's record, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Kev. So you're telling me that let's say if Jay Z said I'm from I'm from Bompton, you'd be okay with it? No, I wouldn't be okay with exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that West Coast uh-huh. love for, for for Cove, yo. Come on, man, get yeah, out of here. Maybe we don't we don't love him like that though. Don't do that, Jerry. Kev, do. I don't. I don't. I'm a Bulls fan. What are you saying? I'm not. I'm a Bulls fan. Nah, you, I guess you're right. But, 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 so, but so, he don't Kobe, love what from 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 <laughs> Italy? <laughs> I mean, who you talking Cole? At least he's at one from point, Lower Marion. Yeah, but at least at one point, well, I guess all right. That's he's not from Philadelphia. Lower Marion. That's not Philadelphia. I don't play know. ball. No, what? Come on, man. We not, wouldn't know, Jerv. I don't. Does Lower Marion sound like it's from Philadelphia? I don't know. Maybe that's the name of a school in Philadelphia. Okay. Sure. If I told you I'm from I'm from Bellflower, what you gonna know about that? Exactly. Compton don't have no hospitals. You got to go to the line and go to Mark MLK and MLK. Southwest. Jerv, we're not here for your local your local geography. Like you got to explain it to people. Yeah. So lower Lower Marion is is like Lower Marion would be if like on the uh, on the the line where Philly like ends. Lower Marion would be maybe like. 10 minutes from West Philly, eight minutes from West Philly. So it's really super close, but it's not Philly. It's 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 like a whole nother, it's like a whole nother tax bracket. 
a whole nother type of house out there and land and all types of shit. So, so but, you ain't ro- you ain't rolling because they nice. They live nice over there. No, nah, I mean, there's nice parts of Philly, but it's just like it's like the suburbs. suburbs. It's not. Like, it's it's like, not. Yeah, it would be like uh, uh, it's like Paul George claiming L.A. Like it's clearly not clearly, basically clearly, like clearly yeah. Shout out to Palm Del P. Palm Del P, baby. I mean, he hey, he got two game winners on the year so far. I see you, Palm Del P. The last one was Gazy. Gazy. Uh, what, what? Come on, man. That was a dope play. That was a great play. I'm not mad at it, man. Keep hooping. He playing. He playing high level basketball right now. So I, I'm they not... had one dude. Why didn't you just hedge out and make him not the guy to get the? Fuck? Because because hey, well because hey, he sounds to... good on the couch, Jer. Yeah. Steven, Steven Adams is going to have to beat me, dog. It's I'm not. Sorry. It's not Steven. But here, here's the thing. What happened was you had um, I want to say it was Schroeder, who curled and went towards the corner. And so at that moment, like the you knew you fucked up. What, yeah, because, <laughs> well, they wouldn't even been MVP, in that place. They wouldn't even it, been in that position if Schroeder would have been smart. As far I would have let him too. No, no, but here's the thing: because Schroeder's going to the corner, the corner's closest, and B has to step out at least to tag him until the dude can fight over. And why he stepped out to tag this one? That's when the other one went through. It was a it was a dope ass play, man. Like it's one of those like yo. And by the way, Jimmy Butler got a great contest. Let's not act like Paul George wide open. Yeah, no, sometimes not at all. That was a tough. Sometimes shot. you just gotta tip your hat and say, yo, with better offense, good offense beats uh, you know better offense beats good defense. No, I understand that. But when you don't have when he when he's literally the guy on the court, I'm sorry, I live with Schroeder in the fucking hold corner on, with the closest three. Hold on. The nigga got one game winner in his whole fucking life. What are you talking about here? Yeah, well now he's got two. Well, yeah, now he's got two. But I'm just saying, like you tip your hat. Like I, I don't think you, I don't think you could like just you know, automatically out. First of all, Dennis Schroeder made a bonehead play to play before. They wouldn't even been in that position. He tried to. That's make why you pass. let. That's why you let him shoot. He already fucked up once. No, you don't. Sure, I'd rather Jerv, I live. Jerv, we have our hands in our face, bro. Fucking with you as coach. Hey man. <laughs> but you live right. to fight another day. Moving on. this dope question that i seen on Twitter um, and I thought it would be cool to talk about as far as um, a hood movie that you would like to see on ice. Why do fools fall in love? A hood movie? Yeah. Why, why do fools fall in love is a hood movie? Do you think it's a white movie? <laughs> well, no, nah, I mean, like, to me, when I think of hood movie, I think of, like, I'm not saying this movie, but, like, Menace to Society, Boys in the Hood, and shit like that. But we we just mean I'm non-white movie. I'm here for paid in full on ice. What? Wait, what? Well, you, if it's gonna be on ice, you gotta be. It's gotta be a musical. Yes. Get our songs. Why do fools fall in love? What's love got to do? Oh, oh my God! Oh. Ice, could you imagine? Could you imagine Ike skating with his hands behind his back? <laughs> no, not with his hands behind his back. Oh, they're not behind his back, beloved. <laughs> nah, until you ready. <laughs> what about Jackson Five American Dream? That would be. Oh. That'd be long though. It'd be like a five. Yeah, hey, you low key would need like that. Should be like a twenty hour. Um, 
Show. <laughs> you have to come back. <laughs> come back tomorrow night for the conclusion of the Jackson <laughs> Five, an American dream on ice. Cam, you uh, got a movie? Menace. Bro, Menace is on your ice. <laughs> what you say about my mama on ice would be crazy. Yeah, I got these cheeseburgers. <laughs> I got these cheeseburgers, man. <laughs> cheeseburgers, man. Hey, I got cheeseburgers, man. And, and then all then all the like the ice skaters have one like dingy ass white beer. Yeah, white beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They're called they're called tank tops. Tank, tank tops, brother. Yeah, sorry, sorry. sorry. They're, they're, they're called a shirts. A shirts. You're all problematic now. Everything we grew up with is problematic. Oh, uh, no, what other what other nominees do we have? Um, don't be a menace. White man can't jump. Drinking oh, your don't, juice don't, and hood. Don't, don't be a menace was on the other night too. Yeah, that would definitely. Yeah, I, I got a. That's a good movie, man. It's a white man can't jump. White man can't jump is not a hood movie. It's got too many white people in it to be honest. White people and Puerto Rican, and most importantly, written and directed by a white man. Yeah. So, so. facts. Automatically out. Even though it was very well done, it is the greatest sports movie of all time. But sadly, not a hood movie. Yeah, so. just like just like uh, Trading Places isn't a hood movie. All right, what Trading about Training Day on Ice? Who? Training Day, Training day, on, day on Ice. ice. Training mm. Day on Ice. Could you imagine Denzel like you fucked up, you motherfuckers on ice? <laughs> oh, I didn't know you like to get wet, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what is some older ones? What about colors? School days, yeah, <laughs> colors, colors, colors on, on ice, higher learning, higher learning, higher learning on ice. That's all I ask. You ever you. shot a piece of meat, Remy? Yeah, uh, house party on ice. Yes, even there. Come on, man, look at I love you, Deja. That's why, why isn't that song on Spotify? It annoys me that song. What are, here's a topic. Songs that aren't on Spotify and it completely drives you nuts. Okay, I love you, Jay, just one. And I'll give you another one that's not on Spotify and I can't understand why. Truth Hurts featuring Rakim. So or addictive? So I'm so addictive, yeah. So addictive. It's not on Spotify. Why not? What gives Spotify? It's not on Apple Music either, though. Don't worry. What's, why? What's wrong? Is, is like, she holding out? I Let's thought Dr. Dre owns the publishing. Wouldn't that, shouldn't that be on Apple Music for sure? I don't no. Know I don't no, know no, no. Remember, it got sued. Remember that song got sued? Oh. By the, because oh, DJ Quick stole that sample. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Once oh, the sample's not That's another yeah, reason why the samples don't be cleared. Yeah, oh, clear. no. Yeah, that's right. DJ Quick. Wow. Drop the ball on that one. Yeah. All I had to do was pretty hard, though. But yo, can you? But that yo, that pretty much killed her career, right? Because that song yeah. was amazing. That song, that song was on fire in two thousand and three, was it or whatever? Yeah, that, yeah. That part. Hey, one time I went to the liquor store. I went to that one liquor store, and I swear I think I heard him playing like the original. The original. <laughs> and I, I was like, wait a minute, is that? Nah, it couldn't be. I'm not Source even going to ask him. Yeah, I'm not even going to ask him. He wouldn't know. Thinking of a master plan. Last Dragon. Oh, that, that, that last dragon, dragon on ice. Show enough on ice, that would be amazing, yeah. Show. Yeah, Yo, yeah. by the way, <laughs> <you> know, 
I don't even know if this should be bossing over it or not. <laughs> Said the first the first celebrity he ever smashed was Ray Don Chong. <laughs> nice. Hey, that's a good smash though. I that's gotta a, tell you. That's a yeah. good smash is funny. <laughs> that's a bossing over. Is it? Should it? Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a bossing over. Bossing over the name. Bossing over the name, but we see you can leave Ray Don Chong in there. But yeah, man. It was, but it was funny. He said he saw her at a party and he got all nervous and shit. <laughs> it's like, hey, ain't that old girl from uh, Last Dragon? <laughs> oh man, oh, good she, times. She looks yeah. nuts now, though. Does she? Hey, uh, players club. Really, not really. She's okay, I suppose. But that's players club on ice. That would be some talent. Players club on ice is sick, man. That would be sick. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that can hang right now. Friday on ice? Friday on ice would be tough. Yeah. Um, what else, man? New, New Jack City on ice? New, New Jack, Jack City, City on ice, ice would be good. Yeah, um, I like I like New Jack fresh City. Fresh on, on ice? Fresh on ice. No, I don't know. I don't it doesn't lend itself to be on ice. On ice, you gotta be a little bit like over the top. Cause there's a lot of acting out. And fresh was a very low-key movie. I like I love fresh. It's a great movie. Brown sugar on ice? Nah. No, I don't, it, I don't it wouldn't be worth it. I don't <laughs> it wouldn't be worth it. He digs follows everybody on social media, by the way. <laughs> yeah, him and uh, and Still Meredith me. Baxter Bernie. Take digs. <laughs> oh man! Hey, by the way, uh, this one was fun. I've seen this, I think, a year ago, but I guess it's always going to keep repeating every year. So we're recording this on Sunday, January twentieth, which is official national. Today was a good day, day. And so if you guys haven't seen this on the internet, I'm going to read you the clues that tell us why January 20th was the day that was, January 20th, 1992, was the day that Ice Cube had a good day. Clue number one, went to Short Dog's house. They was watching Yo! MTV Raps. Yo! MTV Raps first aired August 6th, 1988. But Ice Cube's single, Today Was a Good Day, was released on February 23rd, 1993. So we know it happened sometime between August and 1988. And February 1993. Then it says the Lakers beat the Supersonics. The dates between Yom TV Raps air date of August 6, 1988, and the release of the single February 23rd, where the Lakers beat the Supersonics. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve different days where the Lakers beat the Supersonics in that span of time. Which brings us to clue number four. Dates where the Lakers won over the Supersonics, and it was a clear day with no smog. Because remember, Mama cooked the breakfast with no heart. So that narrows it down to just four dates, guys. November 30th, 1988, April 4th, 1989, January 18th, 1991, January 20th, 1992. So then clue number five is got a beep from Kim, and she can fuck all night. Beepers weren't adopted by mobile phone companies until the 90s. Dates left work mobile beepers are available to the public January 18th, 1991, January 20th, 1992. And then finally, clue number six. Ice Cube started in the film Boys in the Hood, and that was released late summer of 91, but was being filmed between mid-late 1990 and early 91. And Ice Cube was busy on set filming the movie January 18th, 1991, too busy to be lounging around the streets with no plans. So, ladies and gentlemen, the only day where Yo! MTV Raps was on air, it was a clear and smuggless day, beepers were commercially sold, the Lakers beat the Supersonics, and Ice Cube had no events to attend to, was January 20th. 1992. Amazing. That is amazing. Shout out to Hip Hop Fights Back. 
Yeah, that's the person who posted that. I mean, that's the person who did the work. You know how it goes nowadays. Yeah, yeah, you know how it goes. You know how it goes. I can copy and paste all this. You, sir, are a gentleman of scholar. Yep. Or a young lady. Yes, you could be a lady and scholar. Whoever you are, thank you for doing that work. That's, I mean, it is and isn't a lot of work. Like, it's, it's, when you look at it, it's like, okay, you narrow it down pretty well here. Then again, there are a whole lot of other clues in there that I probably would have been chasing foolishly. So thank you, person who did this legwork. You're Let welcome. Us know. Today, was that a good day? And speaking of today, today is the 10th anniversary of the movie Notorious. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that out here right now and say Notorious was a comedy to me. Uh, oh, absolutely was a comedy. First of all, Little C's was played by the kid from the Band-Aid commercial. Who's he's like 28 years old now, and he's still... <laughs> he's 28 now? Because when he played Little C's... I had to stop he, myself, because I, I don't know if he like has like a, a situation going. He but, looks like he's 14. He still looks yeah. like he's 14? Yes. But then that's still horrible casting, if he does have a situation going. I'm not making fun of his of his... Of his glandular issue or whatever i'm making fun of the cast you can't cast a child in that role or someone who looks like, you can't cast emmanuel lewis in that role you gotta cast someone who looks like yeah little c's well, the, even though he was probably the sick a part about it though is that the character never got older in the movie he stayed little he looks, you know what he looks like he looks like short round from fucking indiana jones in the temple of doom Remember him driving like down in Hong Kong and shit? And he's like, oh, game, it's a Dr. Jones, don't worry. Like, that's what dude looked like. He looked like he was too small to see over the steering wheel, and he was driving like left and right, like just kind of how kids do when they grab a steering wheel. There's absolutely no, like, Biggie just got shot. Don't worry, Mr. Big, I got you. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are we yeah. doing here? Yeah, that movie had its, it, it was no positives out of it. I remember it people terrible. praising it. And people saying, like, oh, it's one of the dopest movies. It's no. like, nah, this shit's really no. bad. We got that advanced screening. So when I was at the Suns at the time, we got the advanced screening. We went as a team to go watch it. I've told the story before. We went to go watch it. It was awful. But when we came back, or either when we came back or before when we were on our way to go see it. I think it was all before we went to go see it. I was like, hey, guys, you're all going to see an advanced screening Notorious uh, on, like, Friday or whatever. And so we're all in the locker room, and it was after practice. And Grant Hill was saying... Yeah, you know, I was there that night. And we're like, what? He's like, yeah, I was there the night at the vibe party. He's like, it was, uh, I think the Pistons were playing either the Clippers or someone at the time. That was a DJ time. Quick party. Yeah. And so he said, um, you know, he was still dating Tamia at the time. And Tamia, uh, her, her godfather was Quincy Jones. And obviously, mm-hmm. Quincy Jones started the vibe. So it's like, they were at the vibe party. It's him and Tamia and everything. And it was just getting a little too crowded, a little too rowdy, and say, hey, let's get out of here. And so they were leaving, and Biggie and Little Caesar just showed up. You know, like, Yo, how is it? And it's like, ah, oh, it's a little crazy. I think we're going to call it night. All right, cool. And then he said 15, 20 minutes later is when Biggie got shot over there on Fairfax. And so we're all, like, all in the, cuddled around Grant Hill's locker as he's telling the story. We're like, yo, that's kind of wild, man, to be just that close to this, that, and the other. And the only person who wasn't there was all the way across the locker room in his locker. And all you hear is this voice go, that ain't shit. Like, so look at Shaq. Like, oh, you got a better story? He's like, I saw Biggie early in the day. He's like, what? Yeah. So I was getting a tattoo on Sunset. And it's me and Uncle Jerome. And then Biggie and Little C's walk in. And they say, hey, what's going on? Not much. What y'all up to tonight? Oh, we going to this vibe party. And Shaq said, I said, don't do that. And he raises <laughs> one finger. And then he just kind of like sits back. 
and relaxes and like spreads his arms as if to say, and the rest is history, which is the moral of every Shaq story. If they had just listened to me, everything would be all right. <laughs> now, some, uh, many people have told me that's an actual true story, that Biggie actually was in the tattoo parlor that Shaq was at. And Shaq said, ah, I wouldn't go to that party if I were you. But given every other Shaq story he's ever told that starts to the kernel of truth and ends up to be this wildly exaggerated lie, I'm not going to believe that one. I'm just going to guess that he just it was one of those, another Shaq story where it's, he's just full of shit, as usual. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, but yes, man. that movie was terrible other than the casting of the kid who played Biggie was, I thought. I mean. It was all right. I mean, I'm mad that today is not really one of those days where, I mean, because it's obviously the Fire Festival has taken over the timeline, but I would love for them to thrash this movie like how they did when uh, Tupac, Tupac movie came out. <laughs> the hologram Tupac shit was so, that was such a classic day on Twitter, dude. Like, I, I personally was just weak. Like, I remember seeing the movie and just being disappointed and all kind of stuff. Well, you know what the difference is, Trey, is that the Tupac movie came out like now, whereas yeah. the Biggie movie is, is... Yeah, I think it, I think the Tupac movie would have been received a little bit better if it was like released. If it came out 10 years ago. Yeah, because yeah. we would be like, oh, that shit was hard. Because like, yeah. you know I mean? <laughs> like Straight yeah. Outta Compton was like fire to me. Like that's Well, it is. And you know, it's funny. That was a good I, movie. I go back and I watch it now. And all I can think of is, man, these dudes really took creative license and liberties with this. Because it's like, if you watch the movie knowing that it was executive produced by Ice Cube and Dr. Dre, yeah. it makes all the sense in the world. First of yeah, all, Yeah, they're making themselves look good. They look great, no matter what. Everything is it's all easy, their He's the villain. Easy, he looks like a piece of shit, but they will forgive him at the end, right? And then uh, Ren and Yella have like two lines between the two of them. Like, Ren may as well not be in the movie. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Yellow's there for facial expressions and reactions, and Ren is just there to be that nigga standing tall with his looking like Bobby Portis with his eyes wide open. <laughs> the, guy, <laughs> the guy who played Ren looks exactly like Bobby Portis. That's sick. That's funny. Yeah, man. Hey, so you Shane, know Ren's daddy so used I to own my barbershop. I, I didn't even know you said. Oh, who? for real? Yeah, Ren's daddy used to own my barbershop. The nigga oh, in black and he's about to attack. <laughs> like that's crazy. Hey. <laughs> Still come in every now and again and ask about him. Like, dude, they've been here in 20 years. I mean, I still trip out that Lakeith Stanfield was snooping that movie. In what movie? In uh, Straight Outta Compton. For real? Yes. That seems like a stretch. It was such a stretch, but Snoop did his own voice. Oh, they dubbed it. Yes. Well done. Well, I like that idea. I'm, I'm here for that. I'm here for, hey, let's have, we're going to do these biopics. Let's have the actual people at least do the voices. Now let's voice over it. Because because I, I remember thinking that, I'm like, yo, that dude doesn't look like Snoop, but he sounds like him. <laughs> I always wonder if Little Easy would have made a better Little Easy than dude who played Little Easy. I thought dude played the role well, though. I, I think I he did, too, because Little Easy. I remember the day he came in the shop, he was pissed off because he yeah. found out he didn't get the he didn't get the part. And I wanted to tell him right then and there, like, bro, you can't act. You you can't yeah. even act like yeah, a real gangbanger around that's here. That's on Twitter, too, though, Kev. When people say, oh, that person looks just like him. Why didn't get casted? You guys blew the opportunity. And it's like, my nigga, they still got to go put the work in. Yeah. <laughs> like the dude look like somebody, bro. Like the, dude played, the dude that played Easy, the dude that played Dre... And then Paul Giamatti played uh, Jerry Heller. 
Like I thought they did they did really good jobs. I thought yeah, Q's son did a good job. job. O'Shea did no, Q, not do O'Shea. a good job. No. no, he did not. No, he did. You don't think he did a good job? Uh-uh. I thought O'Shea was a I, I think he can I think he can act. I, 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 he might be able to act. He, ironically, he did not do a good job of playing his daddy. His own daddy. That sucks. Yeah, like which I, which I could kind of see because I think all of us could probably do a good impression of our pops, but like in a real messed up way, not like an actual like acting way. You know, like everyone right. could do that impression. It's like anyone you you hang out with, like you could do like a a messed up impression of them. And then he came in like, hey man, what's going on? Like, you can do that and it'd be funny, but we're talking about, no, we're doing this in a dramatic role. Can you act like that person? Man, that's hard, man. I, I don't, like, that ain't for, that ain't for the, the faint of heart, you know? But, uh. I, I don't know if, if like, like, can you really act like another person? Or are man, you, are you so just we kind of doing so, gestures? So I'll, t- I'll tell you what, so we were talking about this the other day. Um, uh, because I guess uh, on Levitar's show, they watched Bohemian Rhapsody and they said the dude Rami Malik played uh, Freddie Mercury. And he said he he played him so well, even though the movie isn't that good, he played him so well that you forget that that's him and you're going to see him as Freddie Mercury. And we're talking about who are actors who have played real life people that made you kind of, for at least a little bit of time, suspend disbelief and stop seeing them. And start seeing so the, the Jamie Foxx as Jamie Ray. Fox as Ray. Um, people give Will Smith too much credit for Ali. I just see I, Will I, Smith being Will Smith in every role he does. I thought I, I thought I thought he did a good job in Ali. I thought I, did, I thought I, I thought it was Will Smith just doing like a quick little impression, like it, but he still had his Will moments, and I was like, eh. That's the same way with uh, Denzel. When I watch Denzel yeah, movies I, now, I'd be like. This nigga plays the same role. Well, and I don't think so. You thought you think Flight was the same role? I don't who? like. I thought Denzel and Flight. I know that's not a true story, but I mean, is no, he that Malcolm was probably, X. That's one that Malcolm kind of separates. But like Malcolm X is really Eli, Yeah, he's Malcolm X, but he was pretty good in in in, in Malcolm X. I mean, that's, Malcolm, yeah. pretty that's, good. That could be the closest, other than Val Kilmer playing Jim Morrison. Yeah, that was another one that people said Val Kilmer in The Doors. Um, Another one that they said was, um, oh, I said this one, Jim Carrey in as Andy Kaufman in Man, Man on the Moon. Good, like he was right, like that, that was, was good. Oh, no, that was yeah. good. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Who are the other people that? Oh, oh, how can I forget? Uh, oh, Lawrence hey. Fishburne, Lawrence Fishburne, and Angela Bassett. Both of them played the hell. Like that was Ike and Tina. I didn't see <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne and Angela Bassett. I saw Ike and Tina. That's yeah. Ike and Tina. Yeah. I, uh, Definitely. I got a funny one. What's that? Uh, I think his name's Tom Hulse Amadeus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah that's, that's funny. That's a good joke, yeah. yeah. Uh, what about, what's the uh, name in Last King of, King of Scotland? Oh, my man, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker in Last yeah, King he, of Scotland. He, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, that was a great movie, and he did a great job. Well, how about Lawrence Hilton Jacobs as Joe Jackson in The Jacksons, An American Dream? Mm. Yeah. You didn't see Joe Jackson when you were out. Every I time I see that, but then again, uh, I can't never see. Uh, every time I see this nigga, this commercial Zeke McCall, <laughs> I can't take him serious, dog. I oh know yeah, yeah, yeah. You talk about bro, the, uh, the every All-State. time I see him All-State. do that Allstate commercial. All you see him is a Zeke McCall. Zeke McCall, bro. <laughs> <laughs> diamonds. I mean, what do you say? He wasn't. He wasn't complaining when I was buying you all them diamonds and pearls. Yeah. <laughs> 
Malcolm X. I mean, who, Denzel Malcolm X has to be number one. Who, if someone was going to make a movie about your life, who would you have play yourself? How about that one? That's a great question. Yeah, yeah. Jade, I feel like this is one that you've thought of a lot. Um, have I? <laughs> Bruce Willis. Uh, no, Bruce no. Bruce no, it's Jason Statham, man. Jason, Jason Statham. Yeah, Jason Statham. Yeah, Jason Statham. Uh, Without gonna, the British accent. I'm going to go with uh, Jackie Long or... Um, I thought you were going to play my man from all the Tyler Perry movies. That's his name. <laughs> oh, uh, the Lance Black Gross. Yeah. Lance Gross. <laughs> Lance Gross. I get that a lot. I get that a, a lot. Strong, he's got a strong enough hairline to pull it off. Yeah. Lance Shouts, shouts to Lance Gross. I, I, Jerry, I got nothing. Kev, Kev, what you got? I'm over here trying to figure it out right now. I don't I'm know lost. if my character should be... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, go through the light skin catalog. What, what we got? We got uh, <laughs> Michael Ely. Nah, and <laughs> who's, Nick, who's the nigga that plays Smokey Robinson in that one movie? <laughs> Yo, you know what the worst part is? You can't even Google light skin actors. <laughs> wow, dude, I never. There is a Smokey Kev the barber. Well, well, let me tell you. Okay, let me tell you a funny story about that. My dad. Uh, a long time ago, him and my mom, for their anniversary, went to this hotel not far, just right up the street in Diamond Bar. And it was something going on there, like some type of golf. It was a it's a resort. So it was like, a you know, I have a golf course. So it was some type of golf something going on. So they're they get in the elevator. And so one guy, he was my dad said he was drunk and he swore up and down that my dad was Smokey Robinson. And he wouldn't let him tell him, no, I'm not. And he took him to the dinner and he's in there inviting, I mean, introducing him as Smokey Robinson. So, all right, I get that. I, my dad looks like Smokey Robinson. So, and I look like my dad. So, there you go. Uh, Jerv, like how is LL Cool J? Hmm. Deep Blue C? LL uh, Blue C? You know, why not, bro? Let's go. I, I'll take that. That's cool. And I'm then, okay uh, Kev, can you be Alan Payne? No, Alan Payne. Let me see. I'm looking through this literally a list of light skin in Hollywood, and a lot of these people aren't alive anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. What about uh, what's no? We can't use him. Uh, shit. Uh, what's the the one cat? The uh, oh, fuck. He had the speech. I think it was at the at the award show. Oh, uh, the uh, one uh, Jesse Williams. Yeah. Boom. There you go. For who? For me, what do you mean? He's oh. beige. I am too. For 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 Kev's younger years. For, for my younger years. You mean when I have black hair? Not, not the yeah. me now. How about, about me, like my Sam? How about who? how about Mario Van Peebles? <laughs> Mario Van Mario Peebles. Van Peebles. <laughs> Solo. Oh no, I got I got the German one. I'm Solo. Sorry. Hey, I, Mario I got, Van Peebles has the best B side movies of all time. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I got one for Jerv, and this one is perfect, even though he's way older than Jerv. Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> Jeffrey Wright. Jerv, you look like Jeffrey Wright, man. I gotta, I gotta move for Jeffrey Wright. Hold Jeffrey on. Wright is Narcisse in, in uh, uh, Boardwalk Empire. Yes. Is, uh, who else is he? He's. Uh, he was in the Westworld. Well, he's in Westworld. Oh yeah. Oh, that's uh, my boy. That's my boy. Oh, uh, shit. Peoples. <laughs> that's my boy. Peoples. Joe Peoples in in uh, in uh, Shaft. Yeah. 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 
And, and he also was in a uh, hilarious. Ain't he like the undercover dude in um? There's a time James uh, Mission Bond. Impossible. James no, Bond. There James it is. Bond, I knew, yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. it was a movie like that. He's a yeah, CIA James dude. Yeah. yeah, he's a CIA I dude. I think I think Terrence Howard might be able to pull off Kev the Barber. Wow. Why did not see Howard like this, bro? <laughs> What's up? Why I've never seen him? I forgot that that was him, bro. Who? He, Talking about Joe, Joe Peoples. Yeah, it's Bernard. Yeah, yeah. But I'm That's saying true. he looks crazy. Yeah, looks like hair. a whole different type. Yeah. Who's, 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 who's playing Big Waz? Oh, that's easy. Dwayne Wade. Let's see. Who's playing Waz? Um, oh, I don't need 100 greatest black actors of all time. I just need current black actors. <laughs> Let's see here. Should I say dark skin actors or that? Or that? Oh no! Look at this dude, Eugene Bird. I don't even know who he is, but he looks like Waz. Just Google Eugene Bird. Is it spelled normal or B Y R D? B Y R D. <laughs> Tell me that's not Waz right there. He's a little light, but he looks like Waz. Nah, man. He got a, he got the Waz forehead though. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, I mean, he's a cat. He's a cat in eight oh, mile. Oh shit! He's the one who eight mile. Remember his boy, and he ain't telling. He's from Philly. He was and he was rocking with the free world. Uh, <laughs> he was Kevin Hart. Could Kevin Hart play Waz? Hell no. Hell no. No. Waz would be the nigga from Forty Year Old Virgin. Oh my man, uh, Romani Mako. Romani Mako. Yeah. But when he played his hammer. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Oh man! Who else we got? Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer. Uh, Mackay Pfeiffer? No. Yes. No. 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 His face. His face is too wide. Like Waz oh, has like. Man. Mm, let's see what else we got here for Waz. Oh man! Who played not Mariano? Not a, first round. Not a, oh Mariano! No, no, no! Mariano is uh, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon's nuts. <laughs> Oh shit! Yo, what did that girl say? Is he Bow Wow? Bow Wow? Oh no, it's Bow Wow. Bow Wow was sick. I sent this picture to this girl, Mariano, right? And she's like, "Is that Bow Wow?" And I was yes. like, "No." Yes, yes, Bow Wow. That's his, that's his mark. He he mark. could do it, but Mariano would have to. He would have to do his uh. He'd have to do his own voice like Snoop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he'd, have <to laughs> he'd have to dub over. Oh man! What Bow Wow? Which one though? Bow Wow from Roll Bounce or Bow Wow from Lottery Ticket? <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, they seem like all the same movies to me. They are. <laughs> like, I'm trying to I'm trying to di- differentiate the movies, and, like, I feel like he play all the same stuff, too. Yeah, he's always him. Except when he was a cop in, uh... Oh, my God. Wait, what? Wasn't he a cop in, uh, what's that show? No, so he's I, don't not watch, I don't watch TV. Hey, could Waz be Malik Yoba? Yes, 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 that's who he is. Malik Yoba, bro. Malik Yoba, nigga. I never forget. Listen, Malik Yoba is the coldest husband, coldest movie husband ever, nigga. How he was doing Jill Scott in uh, them Tyler Perry shits. That nigga was trife. But wait, his skin is too bad. Who, Malik Yoba? Yeah, right now. 
Oh man, I like like you know, a little makeup room. I'm gonna clear it all up. Hmm. What about what about my man that played uh, Big Mike in the wood when he grows up? Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't know who that nigga did. I don't know the I don't actual know. actor. Oh, yeah, yeah, the ball here, dude. I don't yeah, even know. I think that's the only thing he's ever done. Yeah. I've never seen him in nothing else. Hey, getting casted one time is sick. <laughs> yeah, he like, a, he, hey, <laughs> hey, you know what? He did a great job. Like, <laughs> no, no, he thought, did. He's he's a part of he's a part of history, but I'm just saying, like, when you only remember for one movie, yeah. oh, like, you God. didn't die or nothing else, like, it's like, damn, what is he doing now? Which people got to make a living, but you're like, dang, he didn't get casted in nothing else? Like, Kev, you know my cousin is Vontae Sweet, right? Right. No, so, I didn't know that, but... So, so you guys, uh, I mean, I don't know if you know who Vontae Sweet is. I don't. Vontae Sweet is uh, Sharif on Minister Society. Okay. And he was in majority of most of the 90s movies. Boys in the Hood with the do-rag, like, get a little nigga's ball back, right? Yeah. And he also played in the, um, what's that military movie? I forgot the name of it, but he's he's in it. I got to pull up his IMDb. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. He was in Boys in the Hood. He was in Traffic. He was in Predator 2. Predator 2, dog. Like, Vontae used to be over there at the, um, right across the street from you, Kev, when you was at Sam's. He'd be in the car just chilling, smoking. But it's just sick that he even was just in all these movies. And I'd be thinking about it like all the Ooh, people. That- he was in Always Outnumbered, Always Outgunned. It's a good movie. Lawrence Fishburne. So I pulled up, I pulled up old boy's IMDB. His name is Richard T. Jones. Uh, what else he, was he just had a birthday. Uh, Happy birthday, bro. Yeah, uh, four days ago, to be honest. He's January 16, 1972. What happened to your boy? By the way, Trey, what happened to your boy? Because it looked like he was working steady in the 90s, and then he did traffic in 2000, and that was it. That's it, bro. Life. How, how, life Hollywood, be life. That's how Hollywood be doing, huh? Life be life, bro. You know? Who was it that was saying, like, anytime that happens, if you see somebody working, and then all of a sudden they disappear... That's because Hollywood came to get them, and and they didn't they didn't go along with it. Oh, yeah, that was that was uh, Ter- Terry Crews said that. Terry Crews was talking about that. He said, if you see somebody, and he's like, oh, they're in everything, and all of a sudden they're not in anything, because Hollywood tried to come get them, and they wouldn't go along with it. And he said that's why he said when he got the dude felt him up, uh, who was his agent or worked at his agency or whatever, and he complained about it. He said, I, I people thought like I waited for the Me Too thing. He's like, no, I complained internally to like the. His boss and the boss until I reached the head of the agency, and they basically were like, "Yeah, what are you gonna do about it?" And so he said, "I'm gonna go public." And he he told his wife, "I'm gonna think I'm gonna go public with this." And he said, "But you gotta understand, I think this means it's the end of my acting career." And she said, "Well, you know, we made a lot of money and we had a good time. We'll find something else for you to do." And said, so "Nigga, literally was ready for like my career is over um, when he did that." And it's kind of like a miracle that he's still working right now. But yeah, man, I, I look at your boys. IMD, I mean, this is a pretty good IMD. Listen to this. So yeah. uh, he was in Beauty and the Beast as a, kind of like a un, you know, as the friend in one episode. He was in First and Ten. I don't know what that is. China Beach was a TV series. He played Grunt Number Two. Without you, I'm nothing. And he was in Predator Two as Sweet. Then he was in TV series True Colors. He he had four four appearances there. He was in Boys in the Hood. He had a one episode appearance on Growing Pains. One episode appearance on MacGyver. He was in Gladiator. He was in Rock four episodes. He was in a TV movie called You Must Remember This. Don't remember it. Another TV movie called Laurel Avenue. 
then he was in Menace Society, another TV movie called There Are No Children Here, a movie called The Walking Dead, American Strays, Martial Law, In the House, which is the LL Cool J show, I think, Always Outnumbered, which is the Lawrence Fishburne movie, movie called Restaurant, and then Traffic. And, and after Traffic, he didn't work again there. That's a nice little ten year run right there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, he's still, run. you know, I mean, he's 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 still in the city doing his thing. He actually, uh, my mom was actually just hanging out with them not too long ago. Um, but yeah, you know, like you said, that's, your, that's your first cousin. Nah, nah, he more of like a family friend and like a real cousin, but he just been around so gotcha. long. And then gotcha. I also, I don't know, Kev, you know about um this other kid that played that played Little Kane, Brandon Hammond. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah. So Brandon Hammond grew up on Mayo on my street, and uh-huh. he was casted. He was Little Kane in the movie. Yeah. And he was in Space Jam, and he was in Soul Food, and it's like <laughs> he was casted in everything. You no know, Tales from the Hood, Mars Attack, Blue Hill Avenue, Waiting to Wait, Exhale. Who is he? He in Soul Food. He's a um. Wait, what's his name? What's his name? Let me just go. Brandon what's Hammond. His... So it's Brandon. Goes, so we knew him as a mod. Okay. Yeah. Hey, he, wait, I have to oh apologize. Oh, no, this kid? Yeah, oh, that's this little, was, that's little this mod. Kid, yo, this kid was that was the main kid in Soul Food, right? The one yeah, was, so, yeah like, uh-huh. Crying. Yo, man, what happened to him, man? Because this dude, it wasn't everything. I, I mean, I can't say that, you know, where he, like, if he fell off or anything, I'm pretty sure he's doing some something quality with his life, but, I mean, he was in everything. He was life. in a lot of movies, man. Yeah. He was in a he lot of stuff. He literally grew up on my street, and once they did Minister Society, everything took off, and I was like, "Okay," because we used to play together. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was my he was age. Waiting to exhale. He was in the fan. He was in Space Jam. He was in Soul Food. He was in Jason's Lyric. He, this dude had like hit after hit after yeah. hit. Yeah. yeah. Now he was he was super legit though. Like he was like literally, and he used to hoop. So that was the thing. That's how I met him. I just would really walk down the street. He stayed right in the little um, apartments where Bujo lived. And I would be like, yo, Ahmad, like you trying to hoop? And then all of a sudden, I, the hood, that's how we, um, me, that's actually how we got the bootleg of Minnesota Society because of Ahmad. Wow. Facts. With the numbers, with the numbers on the bottom. With the numbers on the bottom. Because his family, wow, was, selling the, with, his with family was selling them in the hood. Wow. Had, the director's had, cut. My man was on the West Wing. He was on Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Hey, I got to apologize to Richard T. Jones, man. He's been in a grip of shit. We tripping. What was he in? Dog, he, he's currently in The Rookie, the TV show, The Rookie. I don't watch that. So I I, no, I, mean, I, I know. Jones. Right. Um, uh, Edge of the World 2018. Um, like, it's been a gang of stuff. Criminal Minds. He was in Chips. He was in Narcos. He played. Oh, for a, real? Yeah, he was in Lucifer. He was the CIA dude in Narcos. Now that you think of, when you really think about it, remember the he was the the two. You, remember the two CIA agents. Uh, okay, so let me let me ask you guys this hypothetical question: Would you rather be the Richard T. Jones, where you are in a grip of things and you do a good job, but no one really remembers you like that? Like, oh, he was in this. He, he kind of you got to find him out like this. Or would I'd rather, you rather be him. Or would you rather be? Like uh, like my man uh, Brandon Hammond, where it's like memorable ass roles, but it's like your career over. Now I take the Richard T. Jones because I take the rich because I'm getting quiet checks. I'm getting quiet checks. I'm cool. I, he and I still thing. and I still can go mob. I can go do whatever I need. I can go hit the mall. Nobody really yeah, no, yeah, yeah, bothering yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Like, yep. You know what's funny? Like that. Like Samuel Jackson 
I got to imagine he's super paid, not just because like he makes these big movies or whatever, but because he's been in so many movies, he's got a royalty check coming in every single day of the week, right? Think about as many movies as he's been in, like they're all playing on cable one time or another. Every time they play, he gets a check. Yo, yeah. Richard T. Jones was in Soul Food. Yeah, I mean, in Soul, in Soul Plane. No, Soul Plane. He was in, he Soul, was Plane. in Soul Plane. Yeah, yeah, he was. Remember, he was also he was, he was in the best he was man, the guy. Man. He was the guy. He was the guy who old girl saw on the front page of the magazine. Oh snap! With the uh, with the meat, with, <laughs> with, the, with the meat is crazy explanation, bro. <laughs> Jesus, with the meat, nice. with the meat. <laughs> That's a ding. Yo, <laughs> that might conclude. That might conclude this yeah. episode right here, bro. Oh, no, I don't no, yeah. to say now. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. This has been Black Opinions Matter Monday. Thank you to Kev the Barber. Thank you to Jerv. Thank you to Black Train. As always, thank you to producer Jade. All right. Um, remember, live show, guys, yep. Boston, March 2nd. The one in L.A. was a smash hit. Everyone smash. had a great time. Hell yeah. Um, there were T-shirts. There were pictures. There were lots of beverages. Nope. Everyone... There was a meet and greet. People got to share kind of. We got all types of cool artwork uh, from from the uh, from the event. Um, it, it was great. So, hey, can I if, get a bossa nova before we go? Just for us, just to let you guys know. I, Trey knows, but go ahead. You guys don't know. Okay. So, yeah. but I had a great time. And we're back. Anyways, if you are sitting here and saying to yourself, man, I was going to go, but this came up and I had a thing. and da, 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 da. It's all good. Especially if you're one of those people like, man, I want to go, but LA is so far. I live on the East Coast. It's all good. March 2nd, the Middle East. It's in Cambridge, Massachusetts, which is basically a suburb of Boston. Remember, I'm not here for your local geography. Go ahead. Go to Jade's Twitter handle, at Jade Hoy. He's got all the information in his pinned tweet. You click on the link. You buy yourself a ticket or two, maybe four. Maybe you make a road trip out of it. I don't know. It, all I'm telling you is don't miss out again. It's going to be great. We're going to be at Sloan Conference. So we're going to have all types of special guests. We're going to have smart people. We're going to have nerds over there from Sloan. We might have a player or two. Who are the Celtics playing that weekend, Trey? Do we know? Uh, I'm not sure yet. I haven't looked at the schedule. We're not but. sure yet, but we, they're playing somebody that weekend. They always do the weekend of Sloan. And we know we got connections on every team, so we might have somebody special out there. Who knows? Maybe it's Kyrie Tulsa or Earth is Flat. I'm not making any promises, but I'm just telling you, you don't want to miss it. Secure your tickets today. 